Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing you another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution. Coincierge Club helps making purchasing easy, safe, and overall process more efficient while costing less, helping to make cryptocurrency mainstream. All right, so let's take a look at what's going on in the market today. Uh, looks like as of right now, we are seeing a big run up. We are seeing uh, Bitcoin hitting you know, 4,400 after hitting a low of 3,500 last week. Uh, total market cap is much better. Last time we recorded, total market cap was at about 121 billion. Currently sitting at 142 billion. Bitcoin dominance sitting at 53.8%. So the seven day trend still doesn't look that great, but over the last 24 hours, we're seeing pretty much everything in the green on the market. So let's dive in and see what's happening in the market. As you know, I do like to cover price action, but I also like to focus on what is really happening in the infrastructure, the technicals of the technology, uh, the fundamentals, or should I say the technology that's gonna make cryptocurrency mainstream. And there's nothing short of very bullish news in my opinion from what you see. There's big names that have been in the news the last 48 hours. ICE, who owns the New York Stock Exchange, Fidelity, NASDAQ, Goldman Sachs, uh, Amazon, along with a few others. We're going to cover some articles real quick just that are out there that are posted. I've shared these articles on our Facebook page from No Crypto to No Crypto. So you can read a little bit further in detail if you want to get some more info on it. But uh, NASDAQ, which is the world's second largest stock exchange and U.S. investment firm Van Eck. Now, Van Eck is the company that is waiting for the approval of a Bitcoin ETF. Uh, they've announced a partnership to jointly launch a set of transparent, regulated, and surveilled digital asset products um, looking to trade futures. So Vanex Director of Digital Asset Strategy uh, tweeted the news November 27th, indicating his tweet that the new products would harness NASDAQ Smart's market surveillance system alongside Vanex MVIS digital asset price. Um, so that's what's going on there. Uh, then looking at ICE. So ICE is the company that owns the New York Stock Exchange and they, they're developing Backed, which is set to launch now right at the end of January. Um, and speaking to Jeffrey Sprecher, who is the CEO of ICE, um, he, he made the comment that we're kind of agnostic on the price. Now what he's talking about is, the question was brought up about Bitcoin's volatility and the dip in Bitcoin price hitting the low uh, below 4,000 last week. And basically saying in, the, in their own words, they don't care what the price is. So uh, focus on price isn't really a factor for back, which in August unveiled his plan to create an open and regulated global ecosystem for digital assets. The price is being expressed, but there's a lot of missing infrastructure and use cases. That's what I've been saying all along. I really agree with this comment. Um, according to Leffler, who works for ICE, uh, the delay was pursued in part because the pipeline filled up with customers following the August unveiling. She further positioned the move as a way to boost the chance of success by pushing the product launch past the holiday season. So there was a lot of speculation as to why they delayed it. Backed was originally supposed to launch at the beginning of December, and they made an announcement pushing it back. But I think it's a good sign when they're talking about the customer pipeline filled up quickly, and they want to move past the holiday season. Also, the fact that... Um, you know, that they, they, they truly understand that the current price action, guys, does not mean much right now. Yeah, if you're looking to make a quick profit and cash out, that may mean something to you. But in the long run, you look at what happened. There's really, as this infrastructure continues to get put in and use cases continue to develop, 
you're going to see things skyrocket. This is, this is just the beginning. We're still in the early stages. Um, next up. So e-commerce giant Amazon joined the, the party yesterday. Uh, they announced the debut of two services, Amazon quantum ledger database, QLDB and Amazon managed blockchain, according to a press release, which they shared yesterday. Uh, QLDB is a ledger database designed to provide transparent, immutable, and cryptographically verifiable log of transactions, which is overseen by a central trusted authority. All changes are purportedly recorded on chain, while the new product is also able to automatically scale, execute two to three times more transactions than already existing products. So also apart from QLDB, Amazon announced AWS managed blockchain product, which can operate with QLDB, allowing users to adjust and manage a scalable blockchain network. So Amazon's getting some skin in the game. How this is going to develop, we shall see. We understand they have been partnering with Quantum and Ethereum to develop these capabilities. All right, so next up in the news, Tim Draper. Now, Tim Draper, a billionaire venture capitalist and cryptocurrency investor, makes the comment that clinging to old currencies is a mistake. He predicted digital currencies eventually make up as much as two-thirds of the entire world's currency. He also outlined that cryptocurrencies are frictionless and cheaper to use which alone should be enough for widespread adoption. So they're going to move to crypto and they're going to go away from the political currency, which that's what he uses to call fiat. Tim Draper loves to call fiat currency, political currency. So, and, and just as early as last month at a conference I attended, uh, even with Bitcoin there, you know, in the 6,000 range, he was still bullish on his prediction. 2022, as far as Bitcoin will be over $200,000. When asked why, he said he doesn't, he doesn't judge markets six months he doesn't know whether it's going to be three months or six months, maybe even 12 months from now, but he knows how markets work and looking at all the technicals, the fundamentals and the, you know, just, just the understanding what Bitcoin is and how it, how it operates and, and what the, the total supply is, is why it's going to be worth it. What it will in 2022 still sticking by. It. All right. So next up in the news, Coinbase opened its over the counter crypto trading desk earlier this month. So in an interview with the news source Cheddar on Tuesday, Coinbase head of sales, Christine Sandler, had noted that the firm launched the OTC desk as a complement to its exchange business because institutions are using OTC as an on-ramp for crypto trading. Now, OTC, over-the-counter um, trading desk, is used by large institutions to purchase or sell large amounts of Ethereum where they interact directly with another buyer or seller, depending on what they're looking for. Uh, this volume is not reflected in exchanges. So when you look at daily volumes, when you look at coin market cap or coin checkup, and you look at daily volumes, it 24-hour volume, it doesn't reflect a lot of the OTC, which is why I think uh, we've seen a lot of bearish action as a lot of institutions are accumulating, but their buys are not really moving the price very much. All right. So um, looking up also, this is also in the news. So Canada's largest jewelry brand, Burke's Group, reportedly allow its users to pay for their product with Bitcoin as the company entered a partnership with BitPay yesterday. So the company came to agreement with BitPay, um, the, who is the largest blockchain payment provider, and I'll accept Bitcoin at selected stores throughout the country. Um, Burke's Group is also the first luxury retailer in Canada to allow purchases made with Bitcoin. So more use case, more coming. Uh, you know, most the smart retailers are going to be accepting cryptocurrency. It's just, it's, it's the thing to do, right? It, it, they save a lot on fees, transactional fees that they wouldn't with uh, traditional, uh, say, when customers use credit cards, because most people are, are not carrying cash or swiping cards. But then on top of that, when you realize 
as this market grows and the values rise back up, if you're accepting Bitcoin today, imagine where you'll be, you know, when, when Bitcoin hits where it is. So that it's almost like taking your money, initially investing it. And then if the price action continues to go back up from here, if we've hit the bottom and go back up, then you can end up with a lot more available capital than you had at the beginning when you first accepted the Bitcoin. Um, also up, up in the news, so prices up, but also Google Trend Explorer reveals a weekly number of worldwide searches for Bitcoin has reached levels not seen since the first week of April. Reveals the most, most searches for Bitcoin in the world over the past week came from Nigeria, South Africa, and Austria. And interestingly enough, it says U.S., was ranked 19 on, on the top 20 as far as searches. So uh, other people are realizing what's going on. Uh, the U.S. is still lagging when it comes to that, as we see with the continued focus on regulation, ICO crackdown, exchange crackdown by the U.S. Uh, they've got to get with it or you're going to see a mass exodus, a lot of talent, a lot of capital is going to leave the U.S. as it already has and continue to be built in other countries. All right, so that's it for our news update today. Uh, real quick, I just want to dive into something I've mentioned in the past, but, uh, you know, crypto meetups, if, if you look online, there, there's a lot of meetups going on. You can find them both from Facebook events. Uh, there's many in Eventbrite or the meetup, meetup app. It's, that's what it's called, the meetup app. But find meetups in your area because you can either, every time I go to one of these, whether it's a few people there or a bunch of people there, you always either learn something or meet people that you can connect with to um, to learn more, to talk about cryptocurrency. So always focus on improving your skills, especially in this bear market we've in. One thing I've done the whole year, even though it's been brutal watching the price go down, is continue to study the market, learn from what's going on. Um, we all know, you know, history repeats itself. So we want to see what's happened that way the next time. I mean, we're going to we're going to live, you know, even if the bull market starts tomorrow, we're going to see another bear market down the road. Right. And so you want to understand how to operate, how to handle that. But you also want to understand this technology and what's going on, because this is uh, going to create so many opportunities for people, not just from a price standpoint, from an investment standpoint, but careers, blockchain and crypto jobs are, are you know, are going to be on the rise. Right. You're going to see. That's where talent is going to be moving. So if you want to position yourself in a market where you can also capitalize on that, you're going to want to understand it. You're going to want to network with the right people. Uh, so you want to go to crypto meetups. You want to also see what conferences are coming up in your area, right? So look look into what's happening, what, where the crypto conferences are going to be, and, and attend those. You know, even if you don't have the money, you know, some of those conferences can be kind of pricey. Uh, but even if you can't afford to get in, go down to the venue, hang out in the lobby, network with the people outside. That's where the real magic happens, right? So you want to just continually up your skill. Um, doing your own research is more than just reading a white paper and looking at what's going on. Meet some of the people behind some of these teams, whether it's a crypto development or app development. You know, what are people doing to make things mainstream? And that's going to help you realize, you know, where to put your money now. Over the last 12 months, I've invested a lot into projects that have good fundamentals as far as their technology. Many of them have working products already, uh, and that hasn't really been reflected in the price action. But I know long term, as the speculation and the hype dies down, that's where we're going to end up. So you want to find out what's happening, what's coming, uh, what, you know, what can we do to really learn from what's happened over the last almost 12 months, call it right, because Bitcoin one year ago was sitting 
uh, you know, right around $10,000. And today it's sitting at 40, right at $4,400. Um, not necessarily a good thing if you bought at the top, but are bought anywhere above that. But at the same time, when you understand what's happening, you're going to want to network with those people. You can continue to, you know, to increase your, uh, your knowledge, but also, uh, when, as you understand technology, you're going to want to put more into it. So if the price goes down like it has, uh, not investment advice for me personally, and put some more money in, right? Because if you bought at 10000 or 15000 and it's at 4000 and you buy uh, the same amount, you're cutting your cost basis in half almost or more. So now when, when the price does rebound, you're back in the profit sooner. And then you can get better at trading and continue to increase your skill. Uh, when, you know, as that happens. So that's really just my quick little crypto education piece today. Uh, really just focus on, on on upping your knowledge, learn more about what's going on in the market, what's going on with projects and technicals and, and the technology itself. And you, you're going to see, you're going to position yourself well. What you've seen happen over the last few weeks is a lot of people panic sold. A lot of people hit capitulation where they gave up and walked away with a loss. And that's what the masses do. But your experts, your pros, they they do the opposite of what the masses do. You know, when people are panicking and panic selling, they're buying, you know, when people are feeling good and thinking that this thing is going to the moon, like everybody was in December last year, they were selling, you know, and, and you've got to learn from that. So which side of the trade do you want to be on? Cause remember every time there's a sell, there's a buyer. Every time there's a buy, there's a seller. So when you're selling, you know, when you're selling at 3,500, who's buying from you when you're selling Bitcoin at 20,000, Who's buying from you? And that'll really teach you, you know, you learn how to really work with the markets. Uh, you can't control the markets. All you can do is, you know, you can't control the ocean. All you can do is learn how to surf. So that's it for episode today. I want to thank you for listening in and we will catch you on the next episode.